Megan Fun of Sports is presented for the people by Caesar Sportsbook. You bet, you get with Caesar's Rewards. Must be 21 or older. And welcome on into this very special edition of Megan Fun of Sports. I don't know what makes today's show special. Because I'm a mess. Is... Because I'm a mess. All right. Megan is a mess. Eddie is on vacation. We have yeah. Mikey Meatballs <clears throat> filling in. Yeah. Eddie it's is like we have a substitute Hawaii. teacher and we can run wild. We truly can. Um, so, Mikey, we are very happy to have you. As I mentioned, Eddie is in Hawaii. And Megan, did you see this tweet? I did um, from uh, Jada's account. No. Um, so it, I think it was actually on her Facebook page. That's but, not good. Um, it looked like someone hacked into Jada's Facebook page. I am pulling up the tweet as we speak and um, tweet and posted on her Facebook about um, pooping in the ocean. Um, wow. Here it is. On um, Facebook? Yeah, on Facebook. Haven't been on here in a while. Just wanted to say I finally did a sea dump in Oahu. Okay, so, so it's um, a, Eddie it, shared it. Yeah, I do believe that's an ocean, um, not a sea. So geographically speaking, Eddie posing as Jada is incorrect. Also, for that to be on Facebook, that's probably like top echelon of content because sometimes I have to get on Facebook for mom-related questions in a mom group, and I got to tell you. It is, it's, it's, it's like lower than prison. What's happening on there. It is dark. Well, so this hopefully spiced up the mornings of all of the Facebook moms scrolling through just to know yeah. that, you know, Jada has been food blogging in Oahu and uh -huh. also uh, sea dumping as well. So well, very happy what goes for in them. must come out. So that is exactly what happens. Um, so enough about pooping. We shall move on to Memorial Day weekend. How was everybody's Memorial Day weekend? You were in Indiana. Obviously, the Indianapolis 500 was going on. Tell us about your yes. trip. We had such a great trip. We were there uh, Wednesday until Tuesday night. Conrad got to meet so many people. I mean, he's a real celeb in that town. I did six shows. Uh, Conrad went on his first boat ride. We had a barbecue. I've been a little tapped out of sports, but I've been very tapped into eating. So if you have any eating related questions, um, I did have two St. Elmo shrimp cocktails. And I got to tell you, I tweeted about this. A lot is said about the cocktail sauce and it's a, it's a world famous shrimp cocktail. It's so delicious. Mm -hmm. It's like also, the once a year when you get your sinuses yeah, cleared out. Very heavy on the horseradish and it's so good. What they also do that I love, so it's those big jumbo shrimps. They take the tail off already for you. And so you are getting a full like shrimp tail and not having to do anything to it and getting to eat all of the meat. And I actually think that is a bigger deal than the horseradish. Um, I like the horseradish a lot. It's weirdly addicting because it's painful, but it's that good type of pain. Yeah, that I and, seek. and this is really intense allergy season in Indiana. My parents had this giant cottonwood that was like two streets away, not even on their street. And their whole backyard looked like it was snowing. So it was really nice to have those sinuses cleared out. I got to tell you, we went to the Indianapolis Children's Museum, which is the largest children's museum in the world. 
big deal. And they have this outdoor sports legends area. They've got Pacers fever court, tons, tons of hoops at varying levels because it's the children's museum. So like little ones, Conrad got to like shoot and dribble and then up to big ones where CJ was, you know, trying to box out teens. And then they had a Colts mini field. CJ kicked a 25 yard field goal. Like on a regulation. And so I was actually pretty turned on. Then they have a tennis area mm-hmm. and they have statues for all these people. So there's a Reggie Miller statue, Larry Bird, Barbara Wynn, who is truly like the godmother of tennis in Indianapolis, which mm-hmm. was the sport I played growing up. They have a statue for her. And then they had a mini speedway. They had a tiny mini pagoda, a mini track. And that was just the outside area. Like the inside was absolutely incredible. But CJ, alone could have spent three hours in this sports legends area. It was incredible. So how's it looking? I know um, Conrad's just uh, one years old, but how is his athleticism looking at this young age? Do we have a star in the future? Yeah. So we're in the land of basketball when we're back in Indiana. Mm -hmm. And as CJ liked to point out, we would go on walks in my parents' neighborhood and their gorillas everywhere. And he'd be like, that gorilla, that one's too big. That one's just right. That one's too small. Like he, he was like, I I truly losing his mind at how many basketball like hoops there were in my parents' neighborhood. And I got to tell you, we met some, we were with some professional athletes and former pro athletes and they saw Conrad and they go, he's a big guy. He's tall. Mm, He's also physically advanced. He started walking at 10 months, which Mm -hmm. I'm not even trying to brag about. It was actually kind of difficult because then you have to chase him. And you know, he, he, I think he has leadership qualities too. Cause okay. when he gets the daycare, all those little snotty slugs, they circle up around him and they say, bring us our leader. So he really, I think he has all of the tenants that would be needed in an athlete. I would like him to be a multi-sport athlete. And I know that okay. that's not how kids are now. It's like, my kid at nine is getting Tommy John surgery. It's like, I, I like the old school of like, let's play baseball. Let's play basketball. If you want to play tennis, I think that's awesome. Like I like when kids play a lot of sports and get to figure out what they like and what they don't like. I don't love this specialization at like four years old. Got it. Okay. I'm open. I'm open. So, but so far, um, we haven't seen any signs that point to him not being athletic. No, which he, can dribble. he can dribble. He can okay, dribble. He can dribble. This is good. And he loves to shoot. He loves ball. Um, I mean, I gotta be honest, the only word he's saying right now is dada. Um, but but he points at the ball and says dada. So I think that's good for CJ. This is great. Um, this is very great. I spent my Memorial Day weekend in Connecticut alone for work. Um we're at the age now, like as soon as I'm done working and I'm traveling, I'm like, anybody want to go get a drink? And everybody's like, oh, no, we're going to go home. Yeah. <laughs> like, All right. I'm going to be uh, by myself. So I had a lot of solo meals. I do love a great. I love traveling meal. alone. I travel alone all the time, which is why all of you get so many text messages from me because I'm a very True. lonely person. Um, but yeah. So when I'm texting you. A lot. Just remember, it's probably day four of me spending 24 hours completely alone. So, but did have some really great meals in Connecticut. Um, The town itself was decorated gorgeous. What is Connecticut known food wise? Seafood. Seafood. I mean, you know, all the. Listen, where I'm at in Connecticut is technically a suburb of New York. So I'm in Stanford. So it's not like it's the boonies, you know, and I can't get on the train and go to Manhattan. And I do every now and then. Um, 
but it has to be the right time. So that was that. Um, we shall start our podcast. I know we just gave you like seven minutes of banter here, but yeah, we're but they start. like that. I they think do. I I think if you're coming to this podcast, you go listen. They're gonna give us something about their lives. I now I'm looking in the in in the Zoom and I realized I put eyeliner on my eyebrows. Did it really really dark? They look good. All right, they well, look great. Listen, incorrect. they look better than my hair looks right now. So um, we shall move on with our morons of the week. Megan, who's your moron? Okay, so as I said, I did six shows in Indianapolis. And um, I was opening for a dear friend who has a predominantly male crowd. And I like forgot that. And then I would walk out and I would see like 90% men. And I'm like, oh boy, this is wild. But that's okay. Listen, I went to Purdue. That's like a three to one male to female ratio. I love my men. Don't don't let everything I've said on this podcast <laughs> dissuade you into thinking that I do. So I was, I'm talking a lot about my birth, being a mom. That's just like what's going on in my life right now. So that's what the jokes are about. So I was connecting with these moms though. You know, they're being dragged there by their husbands, boyfriends, and then they, they're they getting a little breath of fresh with me. So I start asking some women while I'm on stage what they got for Mother's Day because I know it's not going to be good. And one lady, she had three kids. She said she got a Yeti. You know, mm-hmm. one of those like water things and, and like mm-hmm. and I and and you're nodding your head now. Giving birth and being a mother, it, it, there's not a, there's it, there's a reason they say it's the hardest job in the world. It's taxing. It's very difficult on your body and your mental state. So like, yes, having something to drink water out of fine. But like CJ got me Gucci shoes. And like, wow. I think that should just sort of be like the standard. And, oh, and I'm, wow. I, and I'm, I don't know about that because listen, I can't afford no Gucci shoes over okay, here. And if my like, husband bought me Gucci shoes, I would be like, we are taking these back and using that money for something else. Whatever the version of Gucci shoes is in your life though, you know, like it was something I wanted that I wouldn't buy myself. So if that's a Yeti, fine. So then I ask a woman who's like hot and she's with her husband who is not hot. And you see that a lot. And that's fine, too. And so I said, what'd you get for Mother's Day? And she said, nothing. He got her nothing. This is a hot, gorgeous woman. And CJ goes, maybe, well, maybe they're, you know, going through a financial thing. I go, they were sitting front row. Those are reserved seats. Why didn't he say those tickets were for her? Like, it's like, make something up, get a card, get some flowers. And when I looked at him, he shrugged and I go, what a cool guy you are. (laughs) So that guy's your moron. That's my moron. Listen, I'm going to be the gal who gets nothing because I am such a cheap ass. My husband actually told someone yesterday, and this is a direct quote. My wife has never paid full price for a banana at the grocery store. He told someone that about me, which is it it really sums up um, my spending habits. I'm probably going to eventually tell him when I become a mother, please don't spend money on gifts. Yes, no, 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 but that's still get flowers. But that's it. Yes. Or he can do something around the house house like i'm not even saying <laughs> gifts, does it all to, right. <laughs> gifts don't have to be a monetary thing i'm i'm throwing out gucci shows gucci shoes as like you know a true make a wish but it's like he could my my sister-in-law she had her husband clean the two bathrooms that's free like there's stuff you can do but it's like you gotta do something Listen, I ain't no mother yet. So this is, uh, this, this is, um, this is telling. Um, okay. So my moron in the week relates to sports. So all of, um, the sports seasons are winding down. However, there are still some good college sports left. I love the college world series. I love, um, the college lacrosse tournament Northwest shout out to Northwestern women. They won their eighth title this 
this throughout their reign of dominance. So I'm very happy for them. But um, college baseball is back. And there was an extra inning game last mm-hmm. week. And one of the announcers calling the Vanderbilt game on ESPN had a little bit of a of a tongue twister. Next I'm going to have Mikey Meatballs play the clip for you. You can't turn the black black we can't turn the clock back i know it's after midnight we can't turn the clock back and turn it back into the mid 80s and put on a white hers on yeah it's important to point out that the 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 batter up is also a black man um so i mean for the batter kind of nice because he's getting some free advertisement uh, the yeah. amount of times I've seen announcers accidentally say it's hard on air is it's hard, Megan. Unbelievable. But um, that was that was great. You can't help but laugh in that situation, especially no, he when the color to. commentator goes, Oh, wow. <laughs> now, let me piggyback onto this moron. So the College World Series is being held in Lexington, Kentucky. No, no, no. Those are the regionals. The College oh, World Series okay. is always in, in Omaha, Omaha, Nebraska. You're right. I'm okay. dying to go. So if well, anybody no. has a connect, let me know. I got this whole SmackDown travel work situation. We'll go. But we... Someday. So they... I guess there's like for the regionals, there's like 800 other events happening in Lexington. And so the teams that are playing in that regional are having to stay in dorm rooms because there's no hotels available because there's like a country music festival. And then there's some high school games. But the the city of Lexington is like, listen, we were up front about this and they said they wanted to come. But I'm like, at least let it be the dorms. Like my dorm didn't even have air conditioning. That, I, I know I'm dating myself. Uh, no, I think Lexington's pretty updated. Now, these college kids, they have like, it's not even really a dorm. They have a suite to all of them with their own bathroom. I'm like, listen, we all had to share bathrooms. And I remember my yeah. freshman year cutting myself while shaving. Oh, it was an awful cut. I still have a, a scar from it. And everybody in the hall knew about it because there was blood everywhere. It was this bad. is this is very sad, but not my year. But two years after I lived in my certain dorm, there was a dead body found. Oh, like, stop feet from where my dorm room had been and he had, and, he, and he had been in there for like seven months yeah not oh, good stinky stinky not okay good. i really uh, michael, shouldn't have brought that up michael uh we can cut that uh michael <laughs> do you have do you have a moron a mensch anything i do have a moron of the week um it is the man in seat 30c on the airplane uh when i was <laughs> flying back mm-hmm. uh, i don't like flying yeah just because the people are too weird, usually for the most part, when you get on planes. Um, but yeah, this guy, he had no shoes on at one point. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was doing push-ups in the aisle at mm-hmm. one point. Uh, he was stretching, <laughs> making himself known throughout the plane. Uh, and then he leaned his seat back all the way. So I was not a happy person during my flight. Uh, if you lean your seat back while you're flying, I should be able to strangle you if I sit behind you. I disagree with this. Listen, I take over 200 flights a year. Every time, as soon as that thing goes, ding, my seat is back. I would strangle you if you were in All front the time. of me. Yeah, I got a. Yesterday, I had to recline the seat because I had a baby on. If top you have of a baby, me. that's okay, fine. I'm you. not going to. I'm not going to complain. Yeah. But if you're if you're a grown adult man, Megan's tall. You should not be able to do that. Megan's tall. I am Flying tall. Really, also, you, everybody else can extend their seat back. The only person who gets screwed is the person back who's row. all the way in the back, and they're already screwed because they're by the bathroom. And Michael, you were in seat thirty C or thirty one C. Yes, that's 
that's slumming it. I hate to break it to wow. you. You either you either overslept and didn't pick your seat early enough. I think this is a you problem because when you book the flight, you can select the seat right away. Well, you so can you, select the seat for an extra hundred something dollars. Yeah, there are certain good seats, but listen, the closer to the front of the plane, the better of a situation you are like basically 12 and on, you don't pay extra for unless you're sitting in an emergency exit row. So when you check in, you got to select your seat. Sounds like you waited too long to select your seat and then you paid the price. Nope. All right. So next time I take a flight, I will Venmo request you and then you can pay for my, my extra leg room. Listen, I got status. I don't even pay for the extra ones. Edmo requests Cousin Sal. You belong in first class. Um, Do you have a mensch for us? I do. Um, This one might be a little obscure, uh, but we're going New York Yankees, Isaiah Kiner-Falefa. He has been eight for his last 18 with eight RBIs in his last four games. Um, He's been demoted a bunch back and forth all over the place. Uh, He's just playing good baseball right now. So I'll give you a sports one. Isaiah Kiner-Falefa for my mensch of the week. You know what? I've got a sports one, too. I um, My mensch goes out to Joseph Newgarden, who actually won the Indianapolis 500. And this what everyone was saying was a great race. I did not go. Um, my dad turned down sweet tickets on my behalf and then pretended like he didn't remember doing that. So I guess honorable mention more on to my dad. Um, but Joseph Newgarden has been the IndyCar series winner twice, but the 500 had, had not been checked off of his bucket list. He gets the win at the last second. There were a ton of crashes towards the end, which is like scary, but then also makes it exciting because Mm -hmm. the the lead is changing and you're under caution. And, and so congrats to him. He lives in Indianapolis originally Mm. from Nashville, Tennessee. So it's always fun when an American wins. And, and just for the listeners, there's a difference. There's NASCAR, there's IndyCar, and then there's Formula One. I was having to explain that to a lot of people this weekend, and I was pretty surprised. How much does the winner of the Indianapolis 500 get? I think he got $3 million. Oh, wow. You could do a lot with that in Indy. Yeah. And, and when I heard that, I go, that's not very much. But then, so he races for Team Penske. And this is like the ni- 18th or 19th win for Penske. So, they, you know, they do huge numbers. I think the team ends up paying because it's like, think how many people are on the pit crew. Yeah. The technical team are got those headphones on. Like there's, and, and Team Penske probably has 15 drivers in the race. Mm-hmm. So I think they're footing the bill and I'm hoping the 3 million he gets. And then, and then the guy who, you know, is leading, I don't know. I really want to watch days of thunder again. I've Obviously never different. seen it. I think um, it's a classic. My mensch of the week is also sports related and it is Liam Hendricks. I feel like yeah. this should be a podcast mensch. He's yes. on my beloved White Sox. He was unfortunately diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. And five months after beginning his treatment, he made his return on Monday night. Um, really, the whole baseball community was celebrating for this. And um, I hope I hope, I pray for my sanity and all of um, the people on the south side of Chicago that this gives the White Sox a spark. They did win last night against the Angels. Last podcast, last recording, I said if they got right the series against Cleveland, it would spark the White Sox. They did get right against Cleveland, and then they got wrong against the Tigers. So um, we really need to piece some 
piece together some series victories and hopefully Liam Hendricks return will do that for the Sox. They got to look at him and be like, guys, we got to play better. This guy beat cancer. Um, Megan, if you could put some um, money on comeback player of the year for him, because even if he doesn't end up playing great, it's like just such an incredible journey. So yeah, I got to check the odds on that one. All All right. right. Well, let's take a quick break and then we'll come back and talk about all things NBA because the finals are here. We'll be right back. Why should you bet with Caesar Sportsbook? Two words, Caesar's rewards. Every bet brings you closer to the types of benefits only Caesars can offer. Hotel stays, VIP experiences, sports and concert tickets, and more. It's not just an app, it's an empire. You must be 21 and older and physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Massachusetts, Michigan, Nevada, New Jersey, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming, or Washington, D.C. Sports betting is void in Georgia, Hawaii, Utah, and other states where prohibited. No one stop before you start. If you have a gambling problem, Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Ohio, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Pennsylvania. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER or Maryland, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net, Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Colorado, D.C., Nevada, Wyoming, Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700, Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT, Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF, Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Massachusetts, if you or a loved one is experiencing problems with gambling, please call 1-800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org for 24-7 support. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117-NEW YORK, call 877-8-HOPE-NEW-YORK or text H-O-P-E-N-Y. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Okay, we are back. The Boston Celtics forced a game seven. It was improbable. They were down 0-3. They make a dramatic comeback in game six at the buzzer. Derek White barely gets the shot off, but he does advancing the Celtics to game seven in Boston. This game, oh my God, my husband was texting me saying, I think we need to name our first child, Derek White. Um, He put the team on his back, not only in game six, but also in game seven, when Jason Tatum twisted his ankle just 10 seconds into the game and clearly was not right. Derek White did everything he could. And you know who didn't do what they could? Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown was abysmal during this game. He had eight turnovers. He's Tatum and Brown are supposed to be the Celtics one, two punch. Tatum has been the one punch. Brown has been non-existence, non-existent. And I think this is time for the Celtics to move on from Jalen Brown. There's my hot take. Yeah. And I honestly think he might be fine with that. Um, It seemed looking at it, honestly, 
the Celtics are really deep. Like I forgot about Marcus Smart. You know, like players just kept coming off the bench. I go, where's Malcolm Brogdon? Like they he's really, been hurt. He's yeah. Been out. Yeah. So they do. They do have a lot of guys. Um. And then everyone was like, oh, my gosh, did the heat choke? And it's like, well, you can't really choke if you're an eight seed, but Mm -hmm. to be up 3-0 and then it go to game seven. The start of that game was so tight. And I don't mean like in a good way. Like everyone just seemed so nervous. So many missed shots. Um, And then. I, you really got to credit the heat. They they really pounced and ran away. And it was kind of embarrassing to put up that incredible historic run and then just like poop the court um, in, uh, in game at seven home, at home. In front yeah. of the now, Boston crowd. That they, was lively and they truly were into it. I mean, and then until, they took them out. Yeah, like, they took them out of it. Yeah. And then they kept cutting to people. I mean, there's obviously been a lot of really funny memes of Bill Simmons looking sad. Bill Simmons' dad. Yeah. I mean, that he's the goat. I saw Simmons post a picture of him on Instagram. That is not what I thought his dad would look like. And I, I did laugh. It was funny. I do need to give credit to Jimmy Butler. You mentioned Jason Tatum rolled his ankle. Jimmy Butler was also hurt. Like, mm-hmm. The reality is, yes, we saw Tatum's ankle get tweaked and it's like, ow. And he stayed in and, and great. At this point in the season, everybody's banged up. Uh, So it may not be like an ankle roll that happened, but Jimmy Butler was wincing in pain. Um, Bam, Bam kind of was non-existent. I thought Bam and Marcus Smart were going to fight on the court because Marcus Smart is the player when he's on your team, you love him. When you're playing against him or even watching him and not rooting for the Celtics, you hate him because he's constantly flopping. He's constantly pushing around, getting handsy. And Bam had had enough of Marcus Smart. An old man. And I thought these two were really going to go at it. Obviously, they didn't need to because the rest of the Celtics team just didn't show up and he ran away with it. I should point out, it was reported yesterday that Robert Williams had some sort of stomach virus and apparently he was throwing up. I think it means that he had diarrhea. Obviously, tough to play a game seven with diarrhea, but you got to step up. A trip to the finals is on the line here. Figure it out. Um, so now the finals are set. It is Denver against Miami. Um, Could you think I, of two cities that are less? Sim- I mean, I guess Salt Lake City and Miami, but like Denver, it's just it's you know it's going to be Subarus pulling up next to like yellow Lamborghinis. The vibes <laughs> are beyond different. Denver obviously is the heavy favorite on this one. It wouldn't totally shock me if the if the Heat made it a series. And I think that's what we're all hoping for at yes. this point. More basketball. We want it to be a series. And the big news heading into this finals uh, for the Heat is will Tyler Hero return? Now, we've had all of the reports coming from Allie LaForce at every game. Tyler Hero has been warming up. Tyler Hero has been shooting three-pointers. This is around the time where the medical expert said Tyler Hero should be coming back. He just has not been cleared for contact yet. And that should be happening any day, which is exciting because there's been a lot made about the outfits that Tyler Hero has been wearing on the sideline. You heard Van Gundy rip him on the broadcast and then Tyler Hero went back on Instagram ripping Van Gundy's coaching. So there's clearly this battle between the two of them. And I thought it'd be kind of fun if we, if since it might be the last time we see it this season, if we power rank Tyler Hero's courtside outfits. Okay. Also, it's important to note, I despise Tyler Hero. 
I yeah, can't I know stand him. And I actually find the heat to be so much more enjoyable to root for when he's not playing. So I would prefer them power through without him for my own Ooh. sake. Mm-hmm. But you're still going to have to look at him regardless. I know. All right. So I have power ranked three looks of Tyler Hero. Um, I'm going to share my screen with you. And um, uh, this is my power ranking. This is my third power ranking um, for Tyler Hero. This is number three. And when you say power ranking, you're saying you like these. Yes. Okay. Interesting. Third best outfit was this moment right here. Okay, now I see the thing is I want to be able to like see the brands. Okay, so Tyler Hero is sporting white baggy pants. Okay, I have it. I have it. He is sporting white baggy pants and he has a pink and black striped sweater on it. It is crocheted some sort of designer that I don't know because I don't purchase yeah, and so designer brand things. And the and the sweater says feel fine. I believe, which I think is strange to be wearing while you're injured. Because it's like, if you feel fine, get in the damn game, you idiot. Well, he does feel fine. He is waiting for clearance uh, to participate in physical content. He is also wearing a backwards hat. And to me, this moment for Tyler Hero, this is giving Mr. Rogers. This is no. a beautiful day in the neighborhood, Miami version Tyler Hero putting a younger spin on it. Um, Mr. Rogers goes <sighs> goes Miami. Yeah, I guess my issue with all of these looks is that even if they're like fine, the, he he just doesn't have it to pull it off. Like I see Russ in this look, and I go, okay, that's but like this is actually kind of base. This is basic to me. Um, the pants. I think CJ has a better version of these pants. The shoes, nah. Um, I I don't love the sweater, and I actually think a backwards hat on a white boy named Tyler feels like a hate crime. Listen, he's repping the whitest of white men, Mister Rogers, and I think he does a great job here. So, Mister Rogers goes Tyler Hero is my third best look for Tyler Hero. What do you got? Oh boy. Okay. I'm going to show you this one. I think it's like fine. I actually think this is probably Burberry. Um, it's, it's this little ditty. Oh yeah. That's a good moment. I actually have that on my power rankings as well. Yeah. So I, 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 it's like, he's just going with a classic designer. I think bucket hats are kind of on their way out. Like bucket hats. Have oh, been I, I feel a, the opposite. Bucket hats have been hot lately. I mean, for athletes, like they're such a staple of on hard knocks. I, 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 ha- I own bucket hats. I have a Colts bucket hat. I love, I don't, I don't know. He just has like a nice head of hair. I think he's going to regret all. I think he's going to re- regret these hat choices as he starts to thin the hair. Okay, so that's your third best. Now, this is my second best. This, this is a totally different Tyler no, Hero this is disgusting, than we've seen Megan. in the first one. Megan, so this is Tyler Hero, in the first outfit, we saw him wrap the Mr. Rogers look. Now, in this look, he has a cutoff shirt, and it says Boy Wonder on it. He's yeah. wearing some beaded necklaces. It looks like they're sort of... They kind of look like Swifties. Necklaces, yeah. um, but they're probably, you know from somebody else. And you can obviously see the sling that he has on his arm, the sort of cast type of thing. 
to me, this is giving, I hate my stepdad and I smoke cigarettes after high school and the hottest girl in school made him those necklaces. So this is bad boy Tyler Hero and I power rank this second. I just have to give him a little shout out for the versatility. Obviously the sweater look versus the I hate my stepdad and smoke cigarettes after school. Two totally different vibes. He really looks like these two twin um, twins that were on RuPaul's Drag Race named Sugar and Spice. And he looks just like them here. Um, So that's what I think. The only other one that I'm like mildly okay with is this look, which is sort of like rich um, Danish man going to the airport. Uh, cause he's got a Chick-fil-A cup. It's almost Chick-fil-A kind of, prob- uh, Chick-fil-A has been in the news lately. I do not like a logoless hat. A logoless hat to me screams undercover cop. It's very strange. Mm. Um, mm. yeah. I, and that's, the, those are the only two that I'm even fine with. Okay. And my top ranking for Tyler Hero outfits, this is actually one that you already mentioned. And I would just like to say in the great debate, of which is what is the best movie that's ever been made you know some people will say it's the godfather other people will say it is gone with the wind but for tyler hero he thinks it's malibu's most wanted and right here he looks like b-rad from malibu's most wanted and honestly i think tyler hero should just be cast in that in that movie bring it back let's have a remake have tyler hero there solely by himself we got the bucket hat. We have the designer Burberry baggy, but he's still, I mean, he doesn't look like um, a typical person who would be in Malibu, but um, this is Tyler Hero goes Malibu. You know, it's just, I don't, he's not, he's not a, he's not a fashion icon to me. That's it. That's it. But you know who I would like to see pull those off is Kyle Lowry and his big booty. He does have a big butt. It was, um, it's been trending all series on the yeah. internet. Um, this meme that edits Kyle Lowry's butt coming out of a tight jean shorts. So <laughs> I'm excited and that we the get. The meme is so the meme is so good and like so specific because they even add like a little cellulite on the booty and mm-hmm. like yes, yeah, so we've all seen the Instagram models that have like giant booties and no cellulite. That's not real. I mean, it's like real for them, <laughs> but it's not like real, real. It's like I have a big booty, big booty, big old corn-fed Indiana prom queen booty and yeah you can't have a big old fat badonk without a little cellulite on it so i'm kudos to whoever photoshopped that it's just really a a work of art uh dave damashek said that the boston sports run is over let's Um, hope megan you hope it is i don't think it is because i do think the celtics will be back you alluded to how deep they are uh they have some questions Number one, dealing with the coach. They have questions with Jalen Brown. The roster is going to look different, but they are deep. They do have Jason Tatum. I don't think the Celtics are going anywhere anytime soon. Um, The Patriots got a long way to go. And I also don't think the Bruins are going anywhere anytime soon. So Dave Damashek, I disagree with your take. I don't think it's correct. Yeah, Missoula has been getting a lot of heat because he gives the strangest interviews. You know, they do those in-game interviews, which they do it with players now. And I'm like, this is stressful. Like, I know it's a timeout, but shouldn't they be listening to their coach? And he and and uh, whoever was interviewing him, I do think it was Ali LaForce, was giving like such an extensive, long question. I'm like, that's weird. But it's because he was then going, no, 
And so I'm like, oh, she's got to stretch for time because they're like, listen, we got a 30 minute interview spot and he's going to give us one second. Uh, he is maybe it's because he does not coach my team. I actually I don't want him fired because I really uh, he's would, like laugh at he him, should not get, with him. He should be fired. Um, well, elsewhere in the NBA, before we move on to football, Scotty Pippen has made the news once again and said that Michael Jordan, ever heard of him, was a terrible player. Um, I think the real question that we need to be talking about here is it's finally gotten to Scottie Pippen. The fact that his ex-wife probably slept with Michael Jordan's son has finally probably. gotten. They're dating. This, they're in a full like blown. Officially dating. Yes, they are in a full blown relationship. See, this is what I miss out on. I don't watch reality TV, yes. so I miss so, out on all of these things. Um, What is his Marcus Jordan? Marcus Jordan came to the Real Housewives of Miami reunion taping. He also went to watch what happens live. I think so. Larsa Pippen is bad. She's also dim. She is. She said on the reunion that her and Scotty had sex four times a day for 20 years. Larsa, stop it. She also says her butt is real. Larsa, we don't need to do this. It's fine. You have a fake butt. She also said that she should be able to wear cornrows. You know, she's she's insane and she's mean and she's stupid. And I think Marcus Jordan wants to cause chaos because it's like Larsa is not fun to talk to. She's a very strange, weird, like she talks like a baby despite being 50 years old. Like she's like, yeah, so that's like so awkward. They all someone sent her a, a card on Real Housewives of Miami that she, like, you know, she just had to, to, to read it when she opened it. She could not read it. She could not mm. read it, Megan. Um, so yeah, I think Scotty's broken. Also, we learned through that show that they did not have a prenup. And so when Scotty and Larsa divorced, she got half of everything. And now she lives in this gorgeous penthouse that she says she bought from OnlyFans. And it's like, Larsa, we got, what, what are you talking about? So yes, oh, Scotty geez. is acting insane, but it's because Larsa broke him. And you know, I'm not quick to blame things on a woman. Scotty may be insane too. He married her. But... I feel bad for Scotty. His whole life has been him being number two and then him mm-hmm. getting taken advantage of financially, whether it be by the Bulls organization, which, I mean, he knew what he was signing, yeah. but he was also coming from a place where he really didn't have much whatsoever. So yeah. the Bulls organization, his NBA contract, and then Larsa once again in his marriage. So, um, you know, Scotty, little shout out, but maybe uh, someone, someone just, just tell him to stop talking. Yeah. Maybe, maybe whoever we've decided should take John Morant's um, Instagram password. Maybe they could take Scotty's too. But all you ever hear about Scotty is that he's a really nice guy that he does right by everybody. And that he has a huge penis. So it's like a lot of those things equal treating people. Well, um, important to note, right before we leave NBA news is that former Raptors head coach, Nick nurse has been hired by the 76ers. Nick yes. nurse did bring a, a title very much with the help of a healthy Kawhi to Canada. And so they're trying to see if, you know, the process is in the trash at this point. And, and now it's Nick nurse's team. 
I also got a push notification on my phone right before we started recording this podcast that Austin Reeves is going to be on the cover of NBA 2K23. I'm not sure if that was spam (laughs) or not, but um, I did get that push notification. So uh, we don't report facts. We report push notifications. And that Mm -hmm. was one of mine. So with that being said, we will take a quick break and we will be right back with NFL News. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Okay, we are back. NFL season, OTAs are going on. Bill Belichick met the media today. Oh my God, he had these giant long hairs coming <gasps> out of his oh, neck. Oh no. Some barber did Bill dirty and he's an old man. So those hairs are long. You know, when old men start to get like the ear hairs, the nose hairs protruding out of their nose. Bill had those on his neck. Megan, ever since being pregnant and giving birth, I have been getting those on my chin. I will go. And you can't see them either. No. So and they, you need they a don't good grow. partner. They don't that grow. Can they see just, them in the light and pluck no, them out for there's you. There's nothing, and then they're two inches. There is no growth process. They 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 shoot out, and it's a hormonal thing. So I feel for Bill. I do. Well, maybe Bill's hormones are out of whack. Hopefully, he can um, figure out the offense. Uh, while, you know, he adjusts his hormones as well. But the biggest NFL news this week is that Jimmy Garoppolo, it was reported that he had another, yes, that's right, another off-season surgery. Allegedly, he will be ready for the regular season. But But didn't he fail the physical? Okay, it's being rumored that he failed his physical due to his injured left foot. But... The Raiders gave him an injury waiver and signed him anyway. So basically they were like, your foot's busted, but we've already introduced you. Um, You look really hot and black and silver. We don't have any other options because the draft has happened and players have landed and people have their quarterbacks. So we got to ride with this bump foot Jimmy. I don't know. And I'm sure the Raiders have top notch health care, but I but like Las Vegas doctors. I don't know if that's where you go. <laughs> they did revise there. his contract, including eliminating the signing <clears throat> signing bonus and the waiver that potentially keeps Garoppolo from every 
from receiving every cent from the Raiders. So it creates a different vibe in the locker room, no doubt. But at this point, Jimmy Garoppolo's career, when he looks back on it, when it's all said and done, which, you know, could potentially be this year, he's getting older and he's had a lot of injuries. Um, That's putting it lightly. I think he'll look back at his career and realize like he was pretty much the NFL version of a trophy wife. Yeah. And, and I think all of this is totally fine for a backup, but for this to be the guy you're going with after Derek Carr, it, the Raiders are a real organization too. They have a brand new stadium. They have a rabid fan base. The NFL is the largest, most viewed in the country. You can't just be like, oh yeah, our quarterback might be good. We don't know if he's even going to be healthy. Like This is doomsday. They still have Josh McDaniels, who I was hoping was going to get fired. I mean, they're starting now. Listen, it's barely June tomorrow, but it's like this is not how you want to be starting these offseason workouts. Absolutely. I mean, when you don't have a quarterback, you don't have much of really anything. And I and I can attest to that. Um, Speaking of, I did talk to multiple people about Anthony Richardson and the people that know are excited. Now, would I say the city of Indianapolis had the excitement that I wanted them to? No. And that left me with sad pause. Um, But my son, as I texted you guys, met two Colts legends over the weekend. Um, My son got to meet Marlon Jackson, who is famous for catching the interception against Tom Brady that sent the Colts to the Super Bowl that they won. Marlon, a first round draft pick out of Michigan, married to one of my dear friends, and he is just like an awesome guy. And then my Baby got to meet a recently retired Jack Doyle, tight end. Ooh, yes, he he's did not supposed play. to be a great guy. He's amazing. He did not play last year. So last year was his first year of retirement. Um, and yeah, he was great. And I, and he was looking at Conrad like Conrad's got some height on him. And I said, okay, great. We're, size him up. Size him up. He's got good. He's got good exterior speed. So in Indy, you are just, you know, casually hanging out with Colts players. Yes. Got that it. is correct. Okay. That is um, correct. We are also currently on DeAndre Hopkins watch. Everyone in the yeah. NFL is wondering where DeAndre Hopkins will end up. A lot of people linking DeAndre Hopkins to Deshaun Watson. Obviously the two played together in Houston and Cleveland could use some depth at receiver. Where do you think DeAndre Hopkins will end up? We come to the Colts. We definitely need some help at receiver. But where um, do you think? I mean, you want versus reality, right? I see someone like DeAndre Hopkins, and 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 I think he's on the back nine of his career. Yes. Going to Cleveland just doesn't sound great. And even when Deshaun Watson, for as much as we don't like him as a person, he played really poorly. And the team kind of seems in a free fall. So if you get to choose, I could see him wanting to go to a bigger market. Now, what are the options in these big markets? The Rams, disaster. Chargers, fans don't care. He would be a great addition to someone like the Chargers because it's like, we got a quarterback. We got a good team. We just kind of need some names to bring some people into the building. I think the Chargers would be fun. Um, I also think one of the New York teams would maybe make sense too, and especially now that Rogers spotted. is on the Jets. Yeah, He was spotted in a New York City airport, um, so could potentially be that. I think the Giants makes a lot of sense for 
him. Um, you mentioned back nine of his career. The Giants are coming off a season where they built a lot of momentum. I think it's a splash. It's not an overall fix for the Giants, but it does give them something. So I would I, I wouldn't hate if he was on if he was on the Giants. Um, elsewhere in the NFL news, we covered Josh Allen and his breakup a few episodes ago. Um, now it has been reported that. Josh Allen and Haley Steinfield were spotted Steinfeld. getting cozy. Yeah. Now okay. it was now it was reported that Josh Allen and Haley Steinfeld were spotted getting cozy as he wrapped mm-hmm. his arm around her on a night out in New York City. Now, Megan, I live under a rock. I have no idea who Haley Steinfeld is. So she's an actress. She was in one of those Western movies when she was like eight. That And she, I think that nominated for an Academy Award. And then she went on to have a music career that I actually really enjoy her her songs. Now they're, they're poppy. Um, I don't think they are like pop hits, but she's really pretty. I mean, she she's not a hugely famous person though. Like I know who she is. So I got to look up the movie. Was she, it had like rust in the title. <laughs> rust belt, rust, rusty nail. Josh Allen is doing something different with his hair. Now that does not look like a Buffalo man. He's got a little part. He's got a little swoop to the side. Um, I think his playing okay. and his salary is matching up to now what we see in Josh Allen, which is a much more attractive man. Okay, we're going to be really embarrassed because her career has actually been huge. She was in Dickinson, which I don't watch, but people do love. Bumblebee, Bumblebee, which I think ended up kind of being like a flop. Hawkeye is is one of, is the, Jeremy Renner is in it. She's very good in that. And then she's been in Pitch Perfect, but she burst on the scene as the little girl in True Grit. Okay, I've only seen Pitch Perfect out of all of those, so I'm not embarrassed, but I am happy for Josh Allen. This looks like a step up in the world, and you know what happens when you become a famous NFL quarterback is you start dating famous people, and that is what is happening right now for Josh Allen. We ripped Mac Jones a couple weeks ago for him being spotted at the Taylor Swift concert. I don't know ripped is the right word, but we did um, sort of make fun of the outfit he wore, but now he's not alone. It turns out a lot of NFL quarterbacks are... Swifties as they yes, because called. they're the only ones that can afford tickets. This is true. Aaron Rodgers spotted at MetLife Stadium at the Taylor Swift concert, and he posted an Instagram um, basically just saying how much fun he had. And he's been really positive. And to me, this is Aaron Rodgers rebrand era. If yeah. you ever are at the point where everybody on the Internet hates you, and you are the butt of every single joke, I think you just go away and Mm -hmm. you go on a darkness retreat Mm -hmm. and you come out with completely different content and nobody Mm -hmm. can say anything. And it's honestly kind of mirroring what Taylor did with her move to New York. Like before that, it was the feud with Kanye and, and Kim and Katy Perry. And then she went to New York, had this like, I am now the voice of New York City. And everybody was like, what? And that's kind of what Aaron is doing. I think this just drives home what we both have always felt about him. He's just so phony where it's just like you, you can totally like Taylor Swift, but don't also pretend you're this like higher being who's like living in a hole. I would love to be a fly on the wall in Aaron Rodgers PR teams meetings. They're like, okay, now we're going to post this. 
Now we're going to show a video of you dancing at the Taylor Swift concert. We got to get all this stuff out. It's all PR. It's all branding. Megan, I'd love to be involved in that. I think his PR meeting is actually just a fly on the wall. No, he's got a team. Well, they're not doing great work. They're not doing great work. They are. They're doing this rebrand. This is his New York era. And he's going to come out beloved by Jets fans who are very excited to Finally, I have a quarterback. They've had it much worse than you have. Um, I love that we're talking about Taylor Swift before we even talk about baseball um, or the NHL. Uh, the Stanley Cup finals are now set. The Florida Panthers or the Vegas Knights. Um, at the NHL, they really, when they have these expansion teams, they're almost sending players that are too good because the, the teams are immediately successful. This is now the Knights' second time to, to the Stanley cup finals um i think people go florida and vegas these aren't traditional teams but you hear the argument made of like it's bringing in other fans which is ultimately good for the sport even if it's not from the original you know hockey cities matthew kachuk matthew kachuk that's really truly all i can contribute to the conversation about the stanley cup i will watch but i will be more focused on the nba finals and um, to watch Boston's epic collapse after having a historic season and they collapse to the Florida Panthers. I'm sure a lot of Boston fans are happy to see the Panthers in the Stanley Cup finals. Um, yeah. Also, we mentioned at the top of the show, Northwestern women's lacrosse behind Kelly Amante Hiller, behind Izzy Scan. They won their eighth NCAA title. It's just, it's so exciting. And to watch what Kelly Amante Hiller has built. And I know there's not a ton of lacrosse fans out there, but she really did put this sport on the map and has expanded division one women's lacrosse growing up in the Midwest. We didn't even have a high school lacrosse team. This is something that only people on long Island, only people mm-hmm. in Baltimore, only people in the Northeast had and Kelly Amante Hiller established it in Evanston and she recruited athletes who had no lacrosse experience, taught them how to play lacrosse and has grown the sport and a dynasty um she's she's iconic she's an iconic women's sports figure and i love her and shout out to the wildcats who finally brought the title home for the first time since 2011 go Um, cats okay go cats slight update from i believe our last podcast where i was mad at the dodgers the dodgers pride night is back on they have reinvited the organization that they did not want to be a part of the evening and so pride night is back clayton kershaw who is you know pretty famous as a part of the Dodgers organization is against this organization and is now really pushing Christianity night. I think it's called, or it's called faith night. Now, I think this is one of those things where people are like, keep this stuff out of sports. Why do we need to have a pride night? Why do we need to have a Christian night? Well, the truth is baseball needs to have these. So people come to games and that's not specific to the Dodgers. I understand that the, the Dodgers fan base is rabid and, and they have a huge payroll and they're doing just fine. But the rest of the country does not care about baseball. And when there is pride night, at Dodger Stadium, it is the most I ever see my timeline filled with Dodger stuff. So it's bringing people that are not typically a part of the sport into it. So it actually is a is a business move and they do need to do it. I'd also like to give another baseball related update. We gave some flack to Blue Jays pitcher Anthony Bass, who was the, the baseball player who posted that picture of his 
kids with the popcorn beneath it and saying his daughter, his pregnant wife had to pick it up. I am now having traveled with my one-year-old. I'm firmly on Anthony Bass's side. And um, yep, I am Megan. And the thing is, you don't even get to weigh in because you've never done it. And that's the final verdict. Right. Well, I travel every week and listen, I'll take, I'll take your kid and make him pick up the, make him pick up all the popcorn. I left a mess beneath me. I couldn't find my cell phone. I almost left a water cup. There was like loose salami. I mean, it is dog eat dog. And you're seeing people leave messes and they're just grown men. Mikey Meatball said a guy had his shoes off. He doesn't have any kids with him. He's not Listen, pregnant. as the travel expert on this podcast, um, I, I am the ruler of travel rules. And I'm telling you that Mikey is wrong about the seat reclining. Just totally wrong. That's on him. He didn't pick a seat early enough. Totally on you. And you can find affordable, good seats or costless, good seats. Totally on you. And listen, you got to pick up after your kid. Mm -mm. I mean, we don't, we don't live in a zoo. You have to pick pick up up after your kid. I didn't pick up. I fled. I fled out of there. I fled. I fled. I fled like a whore in the night. I fled. Shame. Shame on you. Okay, Succession. It's been a big show. And Megan has not watched the finale, so we are not going to I'm too behind. I'm sorry. But we are going to leave with this topic. Extra point Succession. Who would take over the company? Wow. I'm... You know what? My vote is Mikey Meatballs. um, Because he's, like, in the family, but a little bit, like you know, just like one step removed from the family. I also think you got to go younger. I think you got to go someone who's got good ideas and and work ethic. And, you know, he said he doesn't like to travel. It seems like it seems like he really has the time um, to to really take it on. And, And it wouldn't even like be on his plate. It would be the whole plate. I think the worst person to take it over would be me. I am going to go with the team of me and Mikey Meatballs. Listen, I am oh, tapped wow. in. I'm in every group chat. I, uh, I'm i I'm texting nonstop. I know yeah. the inside scoop. I know the drama. <clears throat> I know who's mad <clears throat> at who. Um, and I think Mikey has the family connection, and I'm clearly using him for that. Um, uh-huh. But he does not have the gift of gab that I have, and I will be able to find out all of the information, relay it to Mikey. I'm a little reactive. He's uh-huh. more thought out. So uh-huh. I think that would be a good one-two punch of Mikey and myself. Even having not seen the finale, I'm guessing that Kendall and Roman being a two-headed CEO did not end well. So I don't actually think you can have two people. I think you and Mikey would end up turning on each other and maybe demolishing each other. And then I would rise from the ashes because there would probably be some sort of sexual harassment issue. And then they go, well, we got to pick a woman. And the only one left. <laughs> Or Jen. I mean, Jen's there too. Jen could Jen, be sleeper. No, you know what? Jen would be, Jen would probably be better than me. Um, but I would maybe like start fighting. Also, if you're in all the group chats and you know who's mad, is anyone mad at me? I don't know. I don't know. <gasps> it's a uh, confidential information, Megan. I'm not going to be able to share that information oh with gosh. you. I also don't know if you'd be able to do it because you always feel bad for everybody. So I don't know if I you do. could fire people. No, 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 no. I would, Listen, I, I could fire, fire people. anyone. Oh, yeah. I would lay Uh, down the law. Well, if anyone said bad things about the Colts or Pacers, I would fire them. But if they were like stealing money from the company, I'd be like, oh, my gosh, I'll Venmo you. We can figure it out. (laughs) And this is why 
you uh, can't run extra points. No, no. This and I have zero desire to. <laughs> all right. Well, we all hope you enjoyed the succession season finale. Don't tweet any spoilers at Megan. I've already Bailey. seen. That I've already seen. Be nice. The thing is, I've already seen, but I'm still going to enjoy the ride. Okay, good. I'm I'm happy for you. Um, Thank you all for listening to another episode of Megan Fun of Sports. And we will see you next week. Bye.